Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Hello. Hello. It's Friday the 13th. Not for us, but for you. Or maybe not for you. Maybe you're listening to this later. But release day, Friday the 13th. Yes. I wonder why. It's probably because we're doing Friday the 13th. That makes a lot more sense now. You just had no idea. No, no. Yeah. The, I mean, every, is, every dot has been connected for me in just this exact moment. Is uh yeah. I mean, it's still October, right? It still makes sense. Yeah. It's like spooky season. Yeah. Uh, so we're coming at you hard and fast with all the... Yeah, no, not really. We're, we're pretty low-octane content. You know, I was thinking for this one, you want to go uh, talking points first and then likes and dislikes and bad st- section at the end? Sure. I was just, you know, figured we'd try to change up the, 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 the layout. So, Friday the 13th, uh, you know, watching this, I was kind of like, oh, this might be bad. Uh, the original, the OG first one, right? Because Friday the 13th, I mean, there's a million of them. Yeah. So, this could be any number of movies. You know, you just title it Friday the 13th, uh, including 2009 remake, which I figured out was kind of like a, uh, you know, like a mashup of the first four just in a new um, reimagining, right? So that was interesting, but um, yeah, enough of me. Uh, <laughs> do you have a do you have a talking point uh, so, for this? Uh, one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about, we had touched on it just briefly about uh, you know kind of it being a bad movie or just not as good as you kind of remember it. The the, the pacing is definitely something I don't remember being like quite as bad. Um, you know, I, I think I'd watched it either earlier this year, or even just like last year with my wife. Um, and I seem to remember it not being too bad, but also when I watch movies with her, I'm, you know, usually on my phone and just watching her, you know, get spooked because she's a pancake. Everything scares her. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it, you know, maybe caught on to me as much that like it was just really drawn out. But like it was pretty much like 45 minutes an hour before we really got into anything that was like kind of consistently exciting and not just like slice of life camp with a little bit of murder tossed into it. Right. Uh, it was just a really dull kind of beginning and ramping up to it until we really got into it. But I, I, I do kind of in, in watching it most recently really enjoy the back chunk of it. Mm-hmm. I think more than what I used to. Yeah. I do think that you know, kind of getting into that twist is, uh, you know, exciting. And the uh, um, uh, the music, the score that actually you know kind of picks up more at the end mm-hmm. uh, was a lot more exciting than I remember it being. So, what I found interesting was that. Uh, I, I do agree. Like, it seems like I don't, I don't know if it's if it's an effects thing, which is like a whole other uh, you know talking point I have later on. But uh, it's like it's like the buildups weren't you know rewarded with anything like that great, and so like the you know you always talk about like oh yeah like a, oh, like a slow burn you know it's like this this felt like too too slow of a burn. Yeah. Well, it was a slow Just, smolder, right? Because right. the buildup, you know, is is there. It takes a while, and then when it does get hot, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not. 
it's not really like that uh that climax point of any of those scenes it's, it's just effective like, firework a little yeah. bit it's yeah. a dud yeah yeah so that was that was disappointing uh and it, and watching i was just telling you like they're all on max right now so i was trying to go through all of them i only got to number six but um an impressive feat <laughs> <laughs> but uh the more i watched these ones the more i was like they're kind of just making this this their version of halloween you know yeah. like some of the score stuff uh within this one and uh you know some of the others honestly it was you know it has that kind of like high-pitched thing that you they, could have hot swapped both of them and yeah it would still fit every scene like just the same yeah they, i mean those... they, they accomplished the same thing right and so, yeah, a lot of the scoring was the same. A lot of the, I think they tried to, you know, lean into that, you know, slow, what are they doing? What are they doing? And then, like, all of a sudden, everybody's dying in the end. And I think just Michael Myers is better. You know, I, I think John Carper is probably just a better movie maker. Yeah. Right? And that's why, you know, it feels like that. But I don't know. My first thing I wanted to say, uh, discuss was the, uh, just like the opening scene. Um, kind of how ridiculous that is right <laughs> it's like you know these it's all these teenagers you know like supposedly right yeah and uh you know i just love that they just kind of stare at each other in this like gospel sing song cur- uh, circle and then they just kind of walk off and like nobody bats an eye like they all just like fill in like the spots where they yeah. were and it's like, they knew what was going on. It's camp. Sure. It's 1958. Well, that's what I was wondering. Is like, is it like, is everybody just taking turns? Like, you know, like, what's the what's the deal here? Are these all the counselors? Where are the kids? You know, like, no wonder Jason drowned, <laughs> right? Because like, no one's fucking watching any kids. Well, I mean, shit, isn't that the point, right? They're all sitting there singing kumbayas, you know, <laughs> to each other. The kids are probably like, you know, in bed six o'clock, uh, you know, so we can have premarital sex for. <laughs> Uh, several hours. Wow, um, mister, that's awfully descriptive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't give him a backhand just for good measure. Full disclosure there, mister. Um, I, I just thought it was funny. It's like, man, the way you sing Hallelujah makes me rock hard. Yeah. You know, and then they go off upstairs. Nothing is hornier than, than Christian people <laughs> before they've been married. Like, that's that's where it's at. So, I don't know. I just thought that whole, that whole scene's really funny. Um but like most well that's kind of my likes and dislikes so i don't want to step on that so um i don't know yeah we kind of went through that yeah. fast so we but just still to go off of that scene so like after you know the the killer you know comes up the steps and catches them yeah. it's like based off of their reactions it's kind of really odd just to be like hey we weren't doing nothing and then like just like oh it's you like what's up and then <laughs> you know oh no i've been stabbed <laughs> right it's just like a what scenario exists to where anybody who you don't recognize as like a counselor or a kid walks up to you after you're trying to do the do and you're not just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what would have been better is if it was like the asshole meter just turned up all the way and be like, I was just about to bone my girlfriend. What the fuck are you? And then, you know, get stabbed a little bit of like that, uh, you know, come up and type of thing. But. You know, th- this will happen a couple times with this one, but like, just the the scenario. And granted, it's easy to be the person not in the scenario to say, you know, I would have done blank, right? But like, someone's on the stairs. You're at the top of the stairs. Push them down the stairs. You have the high ground. Give them a nice kick. Yeah. Right. Like, it's not. 
it's you know it's kind of the rule of horror movies right it's like would someone do something logical here don't right but yeah anyway it's that it's that teen angst in all of them it just makes them panic they don't know what they're doing anymore right yeah anyway what you got yep um so internet told me that uh psycho was one of the movies that really kicked off kind of like a slasher you know horror kind of thing there again i think watching that earlier this year was pretty slow build up really awesome like music tension kind of in scenes where it didn't make sense but at least there was something there to make you think you know we were building up to something have you seen psycho no okay uh, so the cool stuff happens at the end but like you know it, it builds up the tension throughout right i mean for i shit 50s 60s 70s i don't know when psycho came out it was sure. a black and white okay. if that tells you anything yeah um likely older right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not good with time unless it's in front of me in my notes sure um but you know that was that was kind of like a kickoff to the slasher thing there and then um i think alien was just before this at 79 right and then i had i think one other one in here maybe not um i think halloween was before this too yeah 72 i believe or 78 76 78 i think it was 78 mid to late 70s either way yeah. So we, we kind of got like... These... I gotta know now. You gotta look it up now. <laughs> so we, we had like sure these these handful of movies that had kind of come before it, but like Psycho being the one that like, you know, quote unquote started a little bit of kind of like that horror like slasher genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's just a, uh, how does that genre kind of change over time with it being like, you know, what we look at, let's just focus on like the 70 to 80s range where it's like, you know, it's usually something related to people being horny. Uh, you know, we we kill people. It's kind of like slower burns with, you know, these peaks that come throughout it. Yeah. And then how often do we still kind of go with that same path with, like, modern horror um, to where I feel like we kind of get into the shit a lot faster mm-hmm. and that we uh, obviously, you know, effects-wise, we, we pump it up. How do you think kind of over time, you know, things have changed and what still works from the 80s that we still use today? Hmm. Well, I guess I would say that, see, that's so hard. Because, like, I, I argue that Halloween is still, like, the perfect 78. Yeah, cool. Um, that's, yeah, I, I the, the thing I just thought back to when you said, was you saying age 40. <laughs> and, yes. and, the, and the other Halloween thing we did last year. <laughs> our Halloween timelines from last year. But, uh, like, I, I would argue, like, Halloween... 78 the original like still works like completely like you have these like little you know small scares you know where you're like oh that's the guy yeah the impending doom (laughs) where you kind of show it whereas like um but i i feel like honestly if you talk scream or something like you you gotta like i do feel like you gotta get people you gotta gotta grab the attention yeah way sooner i feel like in this like these days right um which you know maybe we don't do maybe that's why our <laughs> yeah <laughs> listenership viewership if we're not you know? you know sexy firing off something funny or or good in the first 30 seconds we've lost him right so i don't know you want to make out yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this will probably go a lot better um yeah no so i think uh that is interesting though i mean now granted i'm not like a horror buff or anything right so like we just work here we do just work here we watch what we can <laughs> when we can um 
but I mean the evolution of that that's an interesting yeah because I'm, I'm there's no clear answer there yeah I don't. but <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with you you know the 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 attention span it's like you know you kind of have to catch them early on or then it is like a oh wow I watched like an hour of fluff before we really gotten anything exciting right and it's like that that was the grind you know your your movie at most was going to be like 90 minutes long because that's probably all you were able to get right. your budget for and uh you need to use not a lot of that budget until the end so it's like you got to use you know just simple storytelling fill in the gaps right so a lot of i mean yeah that's why like all hell breaks loose at the end of halloween right yeah whereas like in the beginning you know the kills aren't very good right that's why like again beginning of friday the 13th right the kills are not very good like it's you hear a knife and then all of a sudden he steps back and he's got you know blood in his gut yeah you know uh we just freeze on you know the girl ah! you know just doing this a lot right that fucking thing i don't understand i don't understand technology uh what is it <laughs> what is it where are we who are we why um i don't remember what i was talking about the kills not being great in the beginning yeah of the yeah, movie. yeah and then like as the we get further you know yeah. we cut the head off and everything and so yeah I don't remember why I was talking about that point. So that whole thing really got me. Budget. <laughs> budget, yes. Right. Yeah, 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 you budget. get your cheap, easy kills in the beginning yeah. where you don't have to make it look super realistic or good. And then, you know, when all the, the cool shit is happening, that's when you dump your budget in. Right. Indeed. I will say the uh, uh, axe that was in the, the one chick's head, that was, that was, pretty, that was pretty slick looking. I, I like that. Yeah, they sprinkle a couple in, right? Yeah. Yeah, just a couple <laughs> good ones. Can't keep it all for the end. Uh, you know, I mean, it'd be a great time to just talk about, you know, effects, sounds, whatever, sure. right? That's one of mine is like, um, axe in the head. Very cool, right? It's slick. It looks uh, good. You know, a lot of everything kind of slow motion. Like a lot of the kills like in slow motion, like the Voorhees head cut off, right? Like yeah. That was, you know, like the slow motion deal. Like it was definitely, I don't know if it was budget, but like. You remember when the cop comes up and then he like turns around on the motorcycle and we get this like vum, 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 as if he's like, you know, peeling off down the road. Uh, but we see brake lights on the motorcycle. Yeah. And he actually kind of almost like <laughs> fell shit. over. <laughs> so honestly, just with how much of an asshole that cop was just showing up, like it would have been so great for him to fall over oh, and yeah. just embarrass himself in front of everyone. I love that. That would have been so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I think that's honestly, uh, I think that's why the slow burn doesn't work as well in this movie, you know, because what you are building up to is, like we said earlier, just like a, here we go, here we go, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And okay. Yeah. (laughs) And then we're back to, you know, following this person around or following this person around. Just kind of watch them slowly die. I mean, not to say all the effects are bad, because I mean, like the Kevin Bacon like getting killed through the bottom of the bed is pretty sweet. It's right? pretty slick. Uh, I um, think Billy being uh, arrowed to the uh, the door, yep. uh was pretty slick. Yeah, and I do I do feel like an asshole going back and watching this these a little bit just because you watch Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth now, and you're like, well. That's not scary, per se. Mm-hmm. Right? We have been just deadened all of our senses to things that are spooky anymore, though. Well, and but, like, also, like, the, the I think the the effects haven't caught... Well, and, like, just a slasher thing, right? Like, yeah. you're like, all right, well, there's no guy 
that like no matter what you do to them just always gets up right so like you know you kind of are able to like throw this in the fiction category um whereas you know what looks fucking terrifying right now is that new exorcist movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah if there's anything that's gonna you know kind of set me off it's 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 ghosts and demons like that's that's at least the thing it's like i don't know man could be could be be. (laughs) there's there's not a dude who wears a hockey mask who drowned 60 years ago and is still walking around murking people but apparently has gills or whatever i don't know yeah he cut them in with the the machete <laughs> right yeah. yeah well and you know the other thing with the halloween copying too uh you know if you remember like halloween 2 you know they kind of talk about the sam hayne bullshit right yeah and uh you know i don't i don't remember if it was mentioned at all in number one i don't believe so um but then in six <laughs> which was fucking terrible <laughs> by the way uh What's he doing? He, he uh, fucking the Tommy fucking buys the, the these books about like you know cult. And he's like oh uh, the occult, right? And so he like does you some reading, and he knows that like he has to fucking throw Jason in the bottom of the lake, you know, to his original resting place or whatever. But again, like like what like you're just kind of copying the whole like Halloween thing. I'm like yeah. oh well fucking he gets his powers from a cult, right? And that's why he always gets up. Uh, it's just the easiest thing to throw everything in cult shit yeah you know it's like <laughs> cult, hey cult. we we don't know why we're trying to get back to reality you know what's real cults right so uh, yeah voodoo magic why not it's rough <laughs> but anyway what's your next thing so i wanted to talk about kind of the the subverted expectations of mrs Voorhees being the killer and just like the little bit of sprinkling we got that it was her mm-hmm. so like in watching through it i think the only like, seeing that, like, really kind of was like, okay, that's just a little bit of something, was when one of the guys was walking through, he notices someone walking over here, and you can see, like, her turn around, you just see, like, her bangs, basically. Like, she's all, you know, dressed in black, but, you know, you just see, like, her red hair kind of poking out. Right. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of looking back, you know, maybe there's a little bit of detail. I tried, you know, pausing on the scenes where we saw, like, the hands and a couple of things. I was like, okay, they look a little, like, old and wrinkly, but... You know, like, there yeah. weren't, like, super clear signs, but in going back, I was like, there's a little bit there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like a, you know, I guess a, a teaser, I guess, just for that second watch through. That that journey is so interesting of, like, finding out who it is. Because they, they make uh, Steve and her drive, like, the same vehicle. Yeah. Right? And so you have this, like, slight suspicion for a second that, like, Steve's actually the dude. Right? And honestly, in watching the movie the first time, when I did, right, like... Y- all you know is Jason. Yeah. Right. Which like th- this movie's actually really interesting to someone. Cause like Jason's such a fucking fixture. Yeah. In he's pop the culture. icon. He's, he's, he's our Indiana Jones hat and whip. You know what right. I mean? And the hat and whip are not in this fucking movie until he jumps out of the lake in the end. Yeah. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's so interesting. Cause you, you'll go through this whole movie and you're like, well, wait, how can it be the fucking mom? Like it was Jason. Like you, you know, at least watching it through the first time, you're like, oh, this Steve guy, like maybe he's, you know, the reincarnate of Jason. He's going to change his name and wear a hockey mask. I don't know. Yeah. Right. And like or he doesn't there's... even get the hockey mask till the third movie. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Um, but like a talking point I had there was like the continuity of like when she goes and pulls out the knife 
if you remember when Annie dies, the kitchen girl that never made it to camp. Yeah. You know, uh, she, uh, someone wearing like a flannel was killing her. Well, under Mrs. Voorhees' sweater, when she like lifts the sweater up to get the knife, fucking that flannel shirt's on underneath. Yeah. Right. So like that continuity's cool. Um, and it's it's very uh. They they kept I, that was one cool element of it like right like cause, so I do feel bad because I've just been I feel like I've just been kind of dumping on it because they did do a good job you always dump on it first and you say the redeeming features right, right. yeah 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 for sure uh, and while we're on the topic of Mrs Voorhees I would say that uh, her hand to hand combat's just disappointing Garbage. yeah I mean it's for some, it's almost not believable, <laughs> you know. For someone who's been going around methodically killing all these teenagers tonight, how can you not just beat like her? Her suspective, like what I would, who I would suspect is the weakest one, you know. Yeah, but I, I think it's because her only strength was the element of surprise, right? You always catch someone unaware, sure. and then just inherently, with her being an older lady, mm-hmm. like everyone's guard is just initially down. Like right off the bat, like sure. you're never gonna be. I mean, granted, you know we we have people in our lives where we're ready to throw hands with old ladies, but I fucking I I let them know. <laughs> Tyler does not fuck around. Watch out, old ladies. Tyler is is coming for you. Um, you know, but it's that element of surprise I think that comes with it, right? So it's like, oh, it's a sweet old lady, Gah! you know, and then yeah. she 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 necks you. Um, right. And I, I think that's what works. And, but, I mean, you know, any of these young, hot teenagers, uh, you know, through the power of premarital sex are going to overpower her in hand-to-hand combat. Well, through the power of not having premarital well, sex, right? That's 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 the rule, right? Scream taught us anything. You're not allowed to have sex or else you die. Yeah, it's true. Look so, it up. Yeah. Don't say I'll be right back. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Scooby-Doo rules basically are in play here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, when did you, so what did you think of when the like terror peak happens? Right. Cause I, I was watching this morning, re rewatching through and, uh, I just, the, the her whole thing, uh, fuck. What's our, what's our last girl's name? I'm forgetting. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm always bad with these cause they're all mostly disposable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, let's just call her, uh, you know, screamy cause screamy. She, because, you know, she talks to Mrs. Voorhees, right? I think there's like, I think there was like 27 minutes left or something like that. Maybe 28. Or Betsy. Betsy. There we go. I can't remember the time. Oh, wait, no, that's not Betsy. Betsy Palmer is. Oh, right. right. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. Cast lists are so hard to pull up. I know. Like, especially if you want it. Like, I feel like if I'm doing nothing and I'm alone in front of the TV. They come up like nothing. Yeah. But when I'm, you know, <laughs> trying to do Alice it real quick. Is the girl. Adrian King is the actress. That's right. There okay. We go. Alice. Um, you know, she, she starts finding bodies and, you know, she starts hollering and everything else. Right. Uh, and then she's, I mean, she's just screaming and then she's like piling all that shit in front of the door. Yeah. You know, for like, I'm pretty sure it was like about 90 seconds. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, she was just kind of haphazardly throwing shit in front of the door. Yeah. And I feel like that's she... where I jump in is like the, you did the worst possible way. Like outside of the right. rope against the handle thing, yeah. like everything you did after that was poor preparation. Well, and like, and she, she peaked way too early 
of just like the full blood curdling scream. Right. And so then she had to like stack all this shit in front of the door and you could tell she was like Huffing. really grasping at straws <laughs> to like keep that same energy. Yeah. You know? And she's just like, ah, ah, ah. And she's like, okay, this is, this is dragon. Right. And, and then it's more or less other than when she has the conversation with Mrs. Voorhees, it's like, it's like her just screaming for the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And it's like, we need to build to this last part, you know? Yeah, there like, needs to like, be, like, the big scare, like, the big terror. That's when you get your blood-curling scream, and right. then that's where we get, you know, maybe we chop the head off or whatever. Right. You know, we, 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 yeah. we have to frame it better. So, I think I think uh, the Scream Queen herself, uh, 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 Lori. Yeah. Why, why do I remember her name? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. There we go. Uh, Could have done a much better job at the time, but obviously, you know. You can't just be jumping franchises like that. So, you could. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? Like you're just a multi-dimensional, yeah. <laughs> like teen in distress. <laughs> and then we get we can get a crossover series where it's like uh, uh, Sarah Connor. You know, she comes back from the future and she's all rugged from surviving all these horror movie movie franchises and is like killing them in the alternate timelines. There we go. go there we go. And like, yeah, oh, that would be you know the <laughs> best opening to that movie would be uh you just see you know baby's born right it's all dressed up and it's you know in the nursery right and there's like two of them for whatever reason it happens like jason Voorhees and michael (laughs) myers and oh let's say freddy krueger you know they're all in the same nursery the same day like they have the same birthday which i'm pretty sure timeline wise doesn't work out at all but you know let's pretend just go with me here and, you know, all of a sudden, like, you see this light and it's, you know, that fucking, like, electric bubble that all the people... Straight from Terminator. In, right, from Terminator. And it's Sarah Connor in the hallway of the hospital. And everybody's like, what? You know, and then they're all just kind of looking at her. And then Sarah Connor, you know, goes in, you know, like, finds, like, a cart and just grabs, like, scalpel, scalpels in each hand. And she goes in and she just, like, murders these three babies. And everybody's like, what are you doing? And then, you know, it's Sarah Connor talking about these fucking horror movies for the next 20 minutes, like smoking a cigarette and the fucking getting interviewed in by the that police one station. Dude. Yeah, in yeah, the police station. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe not a great opening, but I, I don't know. Like a, like a what the fuck? And then, yeah, like you got to open up with a shocker. And yeah. then, yeah. I don't know where you go from there because the goal's been accomplished. <laughs> Then it has to be like uh, Sarah Connor's, like the antagonist that like the surviving like horror entities have to take out, you know. Okay. So then we get like Doctor Evil or something. <laughs> he gets his time machine. He assembles the surviving uh, horror crew. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or maybe it's maybe she, maybe for whatever reason, like all the horror stuff is like in this one alternate realm, right? And she's in the right year, and so now she's like she's trying to talk her way out of the police station to go kill all these other entities in their early stages. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she peaked too early is the point of that somehow. Yep. So, go I'm ahead. with you. Uh, so, did you ever go to camp? Uh, the only camp I remember is uh, that, like, that Camp Joy that the trauma camp schools had <laughs> yeah, in sixth grade. Uh, that was like almost mandatory unless your parents didn't sign the permission slip. And then awkwardly you were in like another class like <laughs> for a while. Cause like they did it in like sections of the school. Yeah. And then you'd just have like a random kid who's like, Hey, 
uh, Joe's joining us this week. Apparently, his parents don't love him, and he's not going to Camp Joy with the rest of his classes. I mean, <laughs> shit, I didn't think my parents loved me after letting me go to Camp Joy. <laughs> so, yeah, the the only experience is the same way. Is the Camp Joy is the only thing I went to. Was in yeah. uh, At school, we had a camp that was, I think, just a weekend. I may have been a week, but it was at least just a weekend. And it was basically just like a reenacting slavery camp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you like showed up. There was a bit of like normal camp activities, and then it was like, all right, today we're gonna be slaves. And then they put you out in a field. Yeah, told you to look down at the dirt, and then they had people coming in and just acting like they were slavers and yeah. picking us all up and treating us like slaves. And, and then the- some of us died. And th- yeah, I mean, they did that thing at the end where you know they're like, okay, now you're now you're trying to run for your freedom. And you'd like meet a guy and like, I remember this dude was like reaching under the pine needles and he like pulled out a knife and we're all like, Oh God. You yeah. know? And then we had to run from that guy. This was 100% trauma camp. <laughs> like this, it was not okay that they did this. I think it only just recently got shut down. Oh, really? um, but yeah, this, this was not a happy place. This did not do anything for me except make me scared of being in any real life situation. Okay. It was not good. That's funny. But no, I just I wanted to go through a little bit of that story time because the world sure. should know that this was not okay. Other than that, I mean, I I feel like it was a pretty fun time. Oh yeah, there was know. still cool stuff to do. It was just slave yeah. day sucked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it was, it was sort of educational, right? You yeah. Know? No, I mean so. the, the the point was there, right? They right. they firsthand show you the experience of what it's like to be you know a slave. You're in a group. You go through this scenario, and there's different outcomes depending on what happens to it. My group died. We got caught and we got killed Oh yeah, because we were trying to escape. Um, some people made it, Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it, I don't believe we made it. Yeah. I can't, I'm my, my memory's fuzzy because it was a while ago, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would still rather go back to Cam joy instead of going to uh camp crystal lake. Sure. But, uh, you know, it's close. <laughs> it is closed. Uh, that yeah, I think it's like the the six one. You know, they changed the name to like Camp Forest Green. You know, you know Camp Forest Gump. He's just like, hey, it's not, if you, just because you change the name doesn't mean. And then you know, everybody gets slaughtered, including the guy who was like, "You're crazy." Which like that's mandatory. I, I love that. Like that guy gets his fucking legs bent back behind. Like he literally takes the guy's torso and bends it back to his fucking ankles. And I was like, that's a really good kill, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So I got a couple. Um. We got uh, the ending. Like what? Like what do you think of that? Right? Because like Jason pops up out of the water. Uh, or I'm sorry, this is that that kind of <laughs> puts us at the end. So do you have anything before that? Uh, so the last what I yeah yeah um so my last kind of talking point was just in regards to like the the last girl standing trope, right? Okay. So it's always that you know kind of more pure character, the one that's you know seemingly less horny than the rest of them, a little bit more like resourceful and everything. Seemingly abused in this case, right? a little bit, because right? Of, because of Steve, he's you know it's what you looked like last night. He's like it, 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 it was weird. I couldn't interpret that. Yeah, I don't know if that's just because it was still cool to beat women back in the day, but. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that aspect. I just thought he was, like, trying to hook up with her, and it got weird, or... I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. You you were a, able to be a, weird... a lot more forward back in the day, you know, so... Right. 
That's true. Know. And I'm not sure the ages of these kids, right? I mean, like, they're definitely all, like, driving age, right? Like, because Kev- our boy Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, rolls into town with his buddy and his girlfriend, right? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess they're adults. I'm guessing. Yeah. Seemed college age. Yeah. It's got to be college age. Say maybe in like that 17 to 19 range. You know, Probably. maybe we got some some fresh out of high school guys, but yeah, who knows. But anyways, so, you know, it's it's always, you know, kind of the, the last girl standing is his best girl. You know, we, we always set someone up like that. Obviously with Alien coming out just the year before, um, you know, Sigourney Weaver, um, you know. We we have the girl who just, despite all odds, survives, and it's usually the one who's just either the most logical, you know, the most resourceful, whatever. What kind of throws this one a little bit off the rails for that trope or that concept is danger was never really present directly to this character, really, until the end. Mm-hmm. So, like, in most of these, like, there's that kind of at least looming danger. Danger, you know, is, is kind of near and present to them, and they're aware of it in some way, shape, or form, you know, kind of throughout it as everything happens to everybody else. In this one, all she did was play Monopoly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like she wasn't really in any scenario that was, like, danger is obvious and evident until we were pretty much, you know, through most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I just think, you know, we go back to, like, Alien is obviously a, a great example for that. The danger was there very evidently, and everyone was big nervous the whole time. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're kind of dying one by one and you're just the one surviving despite all odds, that's a really cool way to do it. But when you're just, like, surviving based off of coincidence. Yeah. Um, I think that's a little bit less satisfying for, for this kind of trope, but yeah, that's a good point. Well, and if we talk, if a common theme I noticed, uh, within, you know, the six I watched of these, uh, plus, you know, I have seen the, you know, the newer one, the 2009, I think it was 2009. Uh, kind of the common theme is you don't really have like the main, person right until the end yeah like in halloween we kind of know fairly quickly i don't mean to keep harkening back to halloween it's just if it weren't such a a good foundation for what these kind of movies should be i mean really um but you know we know pretty early like you know we're riding with Lori. yeah you know like this is our main character we follow her to school you know we're hanging out with her at the you know babysitting the kids watch her smoke weed with her friend whatever 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 right um we don't even know alice is our survivor until and you know kind of similarly with alien actually uh we don't really know uh uh, uh, ridley is our our gal main until kind of late uh but then all of a sudden you know like everybody's just dead and then we have like you know 25 26 minutes left in this movie and we're following alice around as she tries to evade mrs Voorhees. um and so not i feel like not having a uh main character a very just true defined main character can you know kind of hurt your movie yeah you know because you don't who are you following this whole time trying to figure out what the hell is going on or who you're rooting for and such like and in that case, maybe you just choose the killer and you just go, hey, I hope he kills her dead. Well, and, you know, to be fair, from be better. <laughs> part part two on, um, you know, Jason Voorhees pretty much is the main character. And that's who we are rooting for, because that's yeah. we know we know what the deal is at that point. That's right. why we're there. 
So watch Jason Voorhees kill people. And that more or less, you know, hurts all those movies. Yeah. Just because... And they couldn't keep cast members. Like, it's it's pretty much different guy every time. Like, they don't even have the same Tommy from five to six. Uh, you know, and it's... Yeah, it was just bad. Like, I, I heard, like, two, number two to three. Like, because they have the one girl that survives in two. And she was supposed to do three. And apparently it was supposed to be, like, a revenge plot with that girl. And she was going to hunt down Jason Voorhees. and See, that, that, that'd that been slick. That does sound awesome, right? And then apparently uh that actress was like no (laughs) and they had to like (laughs) they had to change it last minute and so three honestly kind of wasn't that great yeah so anyway they had to they did some like half-assed storyline where it's like you know she's like oh well i live nearby and i ran into jason in the woods and i thought he was gonna kill me and then i woke up in bed and it was like neat cool (laughs) So I guess we care about you now. If we have to. <laughs> Immediately checks watch to see how much longer this movie's going to be. Luckily, most of them are like hour 45 yeah. or the longest, you know. If these were like two and a half hour long movies, these would be fucking slogs. We wouldn't be. Number one, they would have never gotten the budget for it. Right. But number two, yeah, just like there's nothing. Even if these were like fantastic movies, I don't know how you could have drawn out that much screen time out of these i can tell you i wouldn't be doing a podcast about one, yeah about this one right now if it was two and a half hours because I'd be like, i'm not watching that fucking movie again <laughs> just an extra 45 minutes of them like playing in the lake or oh, canoeing yeah. or something you know they always see a couple more breasts but <laughs> hey you know i'm usually all for that but uh <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just like an extended <laughs> hardcore scene. There's just between, an axe cut between Kevin Bacon and his girl, right? Like I can't remember their names. Um, <laughs> but that's that's the problem. It's just a full porn in yeah. the middle of this movie. <laughs> that's that's what you get when you buy the uh, <laughs> the collector's edition that's got all the movies it's just got like a full 45 minute you see like, full penetration yeah. kevin bacon <laughs> just giving it to this girl but like the soundtrack is still all spooky and shit and like you know every clap is like a <laughs> oh it's great yeah all right so now i'll say so the ending uh you know it somewhat recurs you know, within the first four there, uh, you know, Jason always kind of, you know, comes back even though, you know, he's, well, not granted he didn't get killed in this movie per se, but like somehow he survives, right? Jumps out of the water, gets her. Uh, I guess number one, what are we attributing that to? Like, how is he, like, is it just the mystical power of Crystal Lake? Yeah. Right? It's, like, it's preserved him. There's just a lot of salt in that lake. So his body's just been... <laughs> Well kept. I mean, right. it's it's peeling off, but he's still he's still kicking. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it's just I want again. Like I think we well no, we talked about it in movies that come out after this. <laughs> but I was saying like I I feel like you get like one weird thing right like we need like one explanation to explain some of this yeah and then we can't just be having weird things all over the place or else like it, you kind of lose track of like the rules. And, like, why this is happening, why that's happening. And so, with this one, 
I just, I kind of want the explanation. Now, granted, if it's just like, I don't know, he came out of the fucking water. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. He comes out of the fucking water. It's, um, it's the, I want, uh, like, something there. Yeah, know? it's the Nightmare on Elm Street, Street effect. You know, she's just so paranoid that this is where he came from that she manifested him in her fever dream. Um, but then what's the end about then? I don't know. Like, that's the, that's what kills us. Like, and they do this in like, the, you know, I think pretty much like the first three, four movies, you know, if I'm remembering right, is like, they all have something that happens at the end where they're like, Oh no, you know? And then all of a sudden they like it's wake it's up exciting. and they're like, yeah, but like the boy, what, what happened to the boy? What boy? What boy? There's no boy. We, thought, we thought you were dead in the canoe. You know, and so, like, all right, so was that a dream? But then, like, Jason shows up in the second movie, so then it's like... Was it not a dream? Where'd he come? But that's that's the manifestation, right? She 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 thought-powered him into existence because the mom, with her dementia powers um, and, 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 you know, talking for Jason, you mm-hmm. know, already had that, you know, spiritual binding of, of Jason's being to the earth, right? Mm-hmm. So then, uh, coupled with the legend of the townsfolk, you know, it's all all giving him power. And then now that we got a girl who survived the altercation, the spirit energy being released through Mrs. Voorhees' head canal that is now open to the world. Um, now he spawns in. It's like he just gained enough mana points that he he was able to revive and, and spawn in. All right. I'll go Official explanation. I'll update the wiki later. That's fine. Yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, Yeah. I would venture to say that two was honestly a little better. Um, but, you know, if there's like Friday the 13th loyals out there, they probably hate that. Uh, so, you know, once and for all, let's get to some of our segments here. Uh, <laughs> final answer. What did you like, dislike about this movie? So definitely the the soundtrack. Like I said, once we got towards like the end section of it there, um, I was really about it. It was exciting. Definitely could be hot swap for Halloween. <laughs> Uh, you know, with the way just the music is used in a lot of those scenes and then just the, the sound of the actual music. It is yeah. very similar. Um, I feel it could be hot swapped. But inherently, that makes it good because they are going for a similar kind of vibe there. Yeah. Um, so I was a big fan of that, and especially just once we got to the end when things start picking up there. Um, I really, really loved some of the good kills that we did get. So I think it was Bill who was arrowed, you know, to the the door of the wall or whatever. Um, that's just an awesome scene. Just cutting that out of anything. You show someone that they're gonna be like, "That's fucking sick." Yeah. Um, so I really like that one. And then just the, the the twist of Mrs. Voorhees just being killer grandma on a sweater. Right. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Uh, I I kind of like um, the camera rules in this movie, for lack of a better word. Right. Okay. So like. It's established very early, but when we have this like handheld camera that's like slowly approaching people and observing, you know, we set the rule pretty early that like, okay, this is, you know, our, our killer. Yeah. Like you see this perspective, this is the killer. And, uh, you know, it might like, you know, I think the first time you watch this, uh, you might not realize that like, oh, she just got into the Jeep with the killer. Right. Because then we enter that point of view again. Right. And it's just this thing looking at her. And, you know, seemingly not looking at the road at all. <laughs> right. Um, and going hella fast. But so I, I like that. I like that continuity. And then, you know, I mentioned like the, anyway, the flannel and shit. And so continuity, I think they do a good job with that kind Definitely. of thing. And uh, 
I like the misdirection with Steve, how, you know, the whole vehicle thing. And you're like, oh, he could be. But then you kind of realize, like, well, people died and he's at this diner and he can't be two places at once. He's not the glitch from VHS, right? So uh, you can narrow that down pretty quick. But for a second, you know, you're like, huh? Um, I like a slow burn. This movie needs to get on with it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, some some bad effects, but some pretty good effects. So, Yes, sir. Uh, for bad trailer, uh, I said we just make this like a look like a uh, diner type movie, uh, you know, and it works because we got our boy Kevin Bacon in it. Yeah, right. And uh, you just kind of make it look like a bunch of people having a good time, but it's at a camp. Instead yeah, it's just of, camp life instead of a diner, and uh, you just leave out all the horror, and people think they're just <laughs> gonna watch this like, hey, teenagers hanging out, and then all of a sudden they start dying. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> all the the panic at the end yeah so i kind of had uh you know two easy outs so one of them um is uh uh camp crystal fuck uh so it's just like all the the sexy scenes you know where people are like making out or stripping or whatever and just kind of framing it as like a porno dvd trailer kind of thing um that would be really good and then uh also just the uh you know the the cheap and easy camp advertisement you know it's like come to camp crystal lake Oh, you know, they go through the handful <laughs> of activities and everything, and then there's always the cutaway of just the... <laughs> Dude, I... That's not supposed to be in there. I, I start... The, you see I have shit crossed out here. Like, I... It's like the first thing that comes to my mind when I do these now is that advertisement thing, and I'm like, I gotta... I, we gotta avoid it. I gotta think easy. longer. I yeah. gotta think longer. Uh, but like at first I was like, I, I don't know. Like I, you know, I did spend a good five minutes like, no, well, like, no, well, no. And I, and so I started writing the fucking ad thing down and then I was like, wait, wait, wait. So anyway, yeah, they, they are kind of hard to do. If I do the, like the, the bad trailer, like after I've watched the movie, I feel like it takes a lot longer, but if I'm like actively looking for something to start picking out as i'm doing the watch through it right it's usually a little bit easier for me because i'll be like all right this thing just happened i like that let's focus on that right. and then i'll just fill in the gaps of if whatever i find after as you keep watching yeah. yeah um so for the bad summary uh i said uh, mother shows dissatisfaction with staff after son involved in swimming accident which is like that. Almost got it, but, you know, not, not quite. quite to the extent of <laughs> what you were about to see. Yep. Uh, camp kids literally fuck around and find out. Nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, bad casting, I was saying, it doesn't even feel like anything would change. Yeah. If you did it's rearrange the casting. extremely inconsequential. Um, you know, because like... A, uh, our plot almost doesn't seem interested in making any of these characters interesting other than the ones who fuck. Right. Sure. Um, but, uh, the shining did come out the same year and, uh, you know, Stanley Kubrick did yell at Shelley Duvall about being dramatic in that little bonus thing we were watching. So I said, let's throw Shelley Duvall in, you know, as a, a, a what? I already forget her name. <laughs> Alice. Alice. Yeah. I was wanting to say Annie, but I was like, no, Annie's she's the, the cook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I still don't believe that girl could cook. I mean, I never no. saw it, so I don't believe it. Yeah. Uh, didn't seem like the cooking type. Anyway, yeah, let's throw Shelley Duvall in there, right? And as long as we're using The Shining, why don't we throw Jack in as Steve Christie instead, right? And then at least 
like you can cut like that's more of that misleading thing of like is he the killer because yeah, jack j- can, can can act crazy yeah you know um but yeah that's what i have for that nope i'm with you uh my my go-to for this one was throwing betty white as mrs Voorhees. Because the the sweet grandma level would just be so incredibly high in that that the twist there would just be that much more satisfying. Yeah. So you you gotta have Betty in there. I like that. You know you know what's funny is like I, I forgot to mention that uh, I think I think when she's in the generator room or something, but it's the room where she finds the rifle and everything, and like it gets to that point where Alice is just like throwing shit like at her. trash like just, at her, yeah basically. she like, like i'm pretty sure she throws like a ball of yarn at her and like mrs Voorhees is like is like oh, oh yeah you know and it's like what the fuck are we doing you know and so then honestly like you put betty white in there and she's throwing that stuff out it might get her like she might be like oh hey ow or if anything it's like the sweet old lady like oh ah, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> be so good but I, I gotta say, like, the thing that pisses me off in that scene so much is, like, you know, guns have a bit of heft to them, you know? Mm-hmm. On that wall, there was, like, 16 rifles. For some reason, like, at a camp, right? Like, you <laughs> just have a bunch of rifles. Odd. Um, <laughs> just worst case scenario, you know? But, you know, yeah, like, you know, don't just, like, toss the gun at her. Like, grab it by the, the long end and just whack her with it. Right. This, uh, her fatal flaw throughout that whole, just her whole kind of run there at the end was just not properly defending herself. Yeah. As is, you know. Tradition. Pretty much the flaw. Yeah, as is tradition. Yeah. The flaw with pretty much every main character in every horror movie, right? So, her problem is she we didn't know she was the main character long enough. And so, she didn't know. And so then she was like, oh, I don't know how to use this. Yeah, her main right. character powers hadn't evolved yet. And so by the end, that's when she figures out, like, oh, I can use this and cut her head off. It's like, now you're thinking. Yeah, she's just building up her special power you right. know, for the strong attack. <laughs> yeah. And again, Mrs. Voorhees, just very disappointing. Just a, ah, like that, like, fucking dodge, man. Yeah. Dip, dodge, <laughs> duck, dive. <laughs> The the, the kind of something. the small part I do like about that and her just kind of being a, like kind of terrified I think is just because she's been able to go through all of this stuff and like kind of heavy into this delusion that she's kind of like speaking through and kind of embodying Jason mm-hmm. in some way. Um, so I I think what kind of comes to that is like the the moment of clarity, you know. So I think it's both of like the like clarity of like w- what she's been doing as well as the you know the immediate repercussion that's coming from that. So I, I kind of like to pull that from, uh, you know, her kind of just freezing and yelling sure. that being just the, a bit of the moment of clarity of like a, Oh my God, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah. The other thing not to keep talking about the movies ahead of it. Um, but I did just watch them all last night <laughs> other than, you know, seven, eight, nine. But uh, one of the things they're talking about, I think, I think it was in the second one where they're saying, well, I think, you know, like, you know, Jason saw his mother get murdered that night. And so, like, if we just say there's some sort of power, like some like that murder or, or him drowning created some sort of weird energy. Well, that him drowning and then his mother coming back for revenge and committing those murders like that created some weird energy you know at that camp yeah right 
So if we say that, and then well, you it's know. probably on an Indian burial ground. <laughs> so they haven't seen that one yet, <laughs> or maybe they have. I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll listen to this four years from now. Who knows? So but that's the Shining reference, anyway. <laughs> um, but so if that created that like energy or whatever, and then he, so Jason, so like Voorhees is Mrs. Voorhees is dead. Right, so then that energy has to go from somewhere, and so that somehow awakens Jason from the bottom of the lake, or whatever. Yeah, you know. Told you the um, the spirit channel through her head cavity. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what released all the energy. But like you know, if you say that you know Mrs. Voorhees was actually talking to Jason, right, that whole time, or you know, like when she goes like, "Kill her, mommy! Yeah. Kill her! I will, Jason." So spooky. I will. Not as spooky as you. <laughs> anyway, you mean a grown good, ass woman good. being like, "Kill her, mommy, kill her." <laughs> I mean, if I saw it in person, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, but again, I don't know I've, if you know how movies are filmed, but they were in person there, so maybe uh, it was spookier then. But we've discussed this. If I see an old lady acting out a line like that, I, <laughs> I will clock her. So. <laughs> Be on the lookout, ladies. Not to worry. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was fun. Um, happy Friday the 13th, or whatever fucking day you listened or watched this. Um, hit us up on the Spotify, uh, the Apple Podcast, the YouTube, uh, you know, subscribe, um, comment, and bullshit, right? You know, like us, follow us, whatever. Email us at consecratedhotlineyahoo.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we got the clips. We got the, you know, if you give us suggestions, maybe we'll do one of your movies that you suggest, whatever. Uh, if you don't like the way we talk about things, got suggestions for the structure or anything like that, you know, t- take them into mind or maybe we'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah. No, just some feedback would be cool. You know, talk to us. Uh, thanks for listening or watching. Bye. <laughs>